welcome back to the Pop Gaze of a Certain Age George Michael special, where we are finding out all about the Pop Gaze favourite George Michael bops and ballads. You know what? During the break, I was going to treat myself to a chocolate bar, but I left it out in the sun and it melted. I guess you could call it a careless whisper. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Like, no. <laughs> the fact that you even smiled at your own joke oh, is God. just... Tragic. When we were kids, it was why does George Michael have chocolate on his face? Because he ate oh, a careless God. whisper. Oh. Are you going to say because he was bad at rimming? Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, okay. Let's go over to our next pop game. He's not trying to seduce us. Would you like him to seduce us? Is that what you're trying to tell us? You ready? Ooh. It's Jason. I knew it was going to be Jason. <laughs> Would you like me to seduce you? <laughs> oh, yes, please. Do you want a deep fried? Oh, <laughs> give us your George. <laughs> like, that's not I'm not going to oh, go down there. Please stop. George. Um, George. No, Give us your George Michael fact. Well, did you know, in this fact, in the mid-80s, Barry Manilow's songwriters claimed that George plagiarised the melody of Last Christmas from the hit song Can't Smile Without You. The two parties eventually settled out of court and George Michael needed to donate the first year of the Last Christmas's royalties to the Band-Aid charity. I can't. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. What was that? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Yes, that yeah. The voices, the back, the voices. <laughs> you in the voices again, dear? Um, I don't. I don't hear. No, that. there's a the, Pete, Pete's right. There's a similar, very vague similarity. I mean, we're not talking Ed Sheeran level. Do you know what I mean? So, thank you for that fact. Interesting yes. fact. Um, what is your George Michael banger choice? Well, my 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 banger is Faith. Oh, um, love uh, that song. Because I gotta have faith. Me and my prepubescent teen years looking at him in Club Tropicana thinking, oh, smooth, you know, tanned, lovely. And then all of a sudden in faith in the video, mm. this manly, masculine man. Cowboy boots and a pair of tight oh. jeans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should have put my cowboy boots on for you. See if I get you going. He's gone off on one now. He's gone off on a tangent. Oh, I don't. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm going to have to go and lick them. You know that. Uh, so, oh, oh, my gosh. God. I'm excited. <laughs> Unless you're coming back on this screen dressed as George Michael in faith, we are not interested. Yeah. That is all basically. Right. Oh, all right, then. Let's play that game, shall we? Well, he's muting himself and he's getting into his stars in her eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Today, Matthew, I'm going to be, because i got to have food. I'm going to be George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, tell us about Faith. So Faith, Faith, mm. yeah. So I, I, I remember listening to that album in a school friend's bedroom and the two of us were tennis rackets, like pretending we were playing the, the guitar kind of thing. It was just such a huge hit when I was a kid. So... I went on to Wiki and thought, I'm going to have a wee look about this, just have a wee, have a kind of look at it. So it was number one in the US, but only hit number four in the UK. 
So that was released back in 1987, which is hard to believe, 1987. But I, apparently in 2001, it was number 322 of Songs of the Century. Wow. So that, that's not bad. You know, the start of the century, Cher was, num- was still at the start, but she was there at the end, but never mind. Mm. But apparently Faith was used, a soundtrack for, was it Ready Player Number One, which was a Steven Spielberg film. Mm. I didn't know okay. that. I think I've, I've not seen, seen it, but yeah. I can't remember that. Yeah, and it was also used Is that in... the one with Asa Butterfield yes, in it? Yes, I think it, it is. And he's, it's like a computer game, mm. but it turns... Yeah, oh yeah, I won't spoil it for you. That is such a good film. Good film. Right. And it was also used in uh, that block, the, that other blockbuster. And it's a really good soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm muting him in a minute. <laughs> it was used in a, a, a big blockbuster recently called House of Gucci. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that yeah. was dreadful. <laughs> it, really, it, was that. it was so dull, wasn't it? It was really it was, dull. It was, but soundtrack kind of lifted it, so that mm. was quite cool. It, the soundtrack was very good, yes. yeah. Um, but, but it is a classic, George. It is a classic track. And the thing is, the the little kind of snippet from the video, the actual, when the video starts, the, the intro in the video is the song to I Want Your Sex. Mm. So when you see the jukebox, uh, it's I Want Your Sex, it's starting to play. Then uh, mm. when the record gets selected, and you hear the organ mm. music. Mm. It's actually the chorus to Freedom. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Which I, which I didn't know. Mm. I've been no. listening, listening to it for years. And I have no idea. We stand and a then, self-referencing pop star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But apparently notable covers one was by Limp Biscuit, which I thought was quite interesting. You know what? Yeah, they decided mm. that that, w- that was played in Poptastic here in Manchester quite a lot. And all the rock clubs used to play, and indie clubs used to play Faith by the, the Limp Biscuit version. And the chorus, yeah. they just go, You gotta have Faith. <laughs> oh, I'm not keen on that. I don't like that idea. He didn't, he, uh, when he did the video for Freedom, he kind of had all that imagery from Faith setting on fire and exploding, didn't That's he? That's right, the yeah. Video. The leather jacket and the duke box and the guitar mm. was all, all went. <laughs> It's like his way of going, that's it. Mm. Uh, that is the past. It's there. behind me. Mm. It's behind me. It, but it was such an iconic, uh, such an iconic look, though. I don't yes. I don't know how many karaoke nights every drunk man wanted to be George Michael. <laughs> every drunk man. <laughs> I am on the edge of my seat for what the hell Paul's going to produce any minute. <laughs> like, we just keep seeing these little flashes in the yeah. screen. Of... Sometimes it's best to just... Just ignore somebody so that the yeah the attention is not not, not drawn to them. I, I'm sure his, his duvet was pulled off his bed at one point um, while <laughs> Jason was talking. Um, anyway, Jason, fab, fantastic <laughs> choice. Give us your ballad choice. So my, my ballad, there are quite a lot of ballads I kind of thought about, and the ballad that I chose wasn't written by him, but it was a cover, and it was uh, when he was at the Freddie Mercury tribute concert, and it's somebody to love. So it's kind of a ballad, but again, we're sort of kind of uh, there's a little bit more tempo 
than a traditional mm. ballad. And I think any anyone who remembers watching that concert on TV, it was just mm. absolutely electric. So it was actually yeah. such a great performance. And Reese, you mentioned earlier, uh, it was on the Five Live EP. Mm. Yeah. So it was released as a single uh, almost a year later, and it got to number one in the UK. But it was back in 1993. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Were they friends, him and, and Freddie Mercury, do you think? I think they might have been. They're friends of Dorothy. Then a mutual friend, and it was Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, every, everyone knew everybody at that Parties point. Parties round at Elton's, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boy George at the railings going, you are all home. <laughs> You're not letting me in. You're not letting me in. Uh, to be fair, to, to be fair, to cover a Queen song, it does it does need a, a powerful voice. And obviously George Michael it has does. that. I mean, you look at the likes of Adam Lambert, you know, he he's with Queen these days. And mm-hmm. I don't think you could I don't think anybody else other than Adam Lambert and obviously George Michael could actually sing a Queen song very yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And that's mm. the thing. The, the thing, thing with Queen songs—they are quite complex in, them, mm. in the way they're kind of put together. Yeah. You know, the, the, they're not as simple as you think. Mm. I remember reading an article around about the time that, even though it was a tribute to Freddie Mercury. <laughs> What oh, the fuck is Paul doing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jason. What the hell? Fucking out is Cowboy. Oh, here we go. Well, I guess it was a nice. Oh, my God. Can somebody please take a picture? I've got to get a picture. It's going in the group chat. There we go. I don't have a George Michael wig, so I've just got an old lady wig. Um, but you lie. That is that is a Smithy's George Michael Buffon slash Lady Diana. I can almost Real smell good. the leather. <laughs> right, <laughs> hang on, I haven't got the cowboy boots. Hang on, let's see the cowboy boots. Oh, I don't know. Got yeah. Cheers, thank you. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. You're very welcome. He has risen from the dead. Yeah. My bedroom's an absolute mess, not like you don't have a wardrobe full of outfits ready to go. Like, oh, my, 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 my bedroom's actually this. George Michael. This is the George Michael sure. section. <laughs> Bearing in mind, I genuinely love both of your selections, by the way, uh, Jason. Now that you've stolen his thunder, George. Oh, oh, cramp. Um, George Greenalsh. Oh, um, yeah. I'll have to take wig off the. I'm not used to having. I'm not used to having her. So you got to uh, bear with me. But... <laughs> oh wow! Oh, well, that was that was a rare treat for us all, wasn't it? That. Thank you for your choices. Um, You're welcome. Um, they, they were very thoughtful, if slightly upstaged by um, an old woman in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's go over to our next pop. Oh, I can't even speak. Let's go over to our next pop game. He won't bore us with the details, baby. He don't even want to waste our time. Let's just say that maybe he could help to ease our mind. He ain't Mr. Right. It's Simon. What do you mean I'm not Mr. Right? I ain't Mr. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if you're looking for fast love. love. I'm not quick. Fast love. Oh, God. It's like dry old bones being rubbed together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God! Okay, give us, <laughs> give us your pop fact. My pop Michael. fact is: Do you remember the piano featured in John Lennon's song "Imagine"? Yeah, do good because I think that's literally the only music in the entire song, isn't it? Um, George Michael bought the Steinway Model Z upright piano 
from that song and donated it to the Beatles Story Museum in Liverpool so that the instrument could stay in Lennon's hometown forever. Ooh. It was really lovely and it lovely. So lovely. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. And I've been to that museum and seen that that piano. There's nothing on it that says donated by George. Well, now you know. Yeah. Now I know. I'm not ever going back. I think once is enough, but you know, the thoughts there. <laughs> um, I don't dislike the Beatles, just want to put that out there. Or Liverpool. <laughs> I like them both. Um, but you know, anyway. So give us your give us your George Michael banger. Right. Please. My George Michael banger was um the 39th best selling single of 1983 when I was just six years old. In the video, he has the whitest teeth you've ever seen that would give Simon Cowell a run for his money. And it is a homage to not the Club 1830 holidays that everyone thinks it is. It was a homage to this big, glamorous, new romantic club that him and Andrew Ridgely and Pepsi and Shirley were obsessed with. And the song is Club Tropicana. Let me take you to the place where well, now the ship's a smiling face shoulders with the stars We're strange to take you by the hand And welcome you to Wonderland From beneath the Panamas The Tropicana drinks are free Fun and sunshine Dazzy love for everyone Whoa, that's missing in the sunshine there's enough for everyone yeah and the drinks are free <laughs> so it was written apparently it was actually written in eight, 1981 it, the second song they wrote together after one rap and this was the song that actually got them their first record deal um on a demo so it's a major major song i love it mm. i absolutely love it because it's just pure nonsense pop and the video mm. is campus tits it speaks to my mm. little pop tart heart it's almost bordering on novelty mm. isn't it almost it's, yes it's, mm. but not quite well the video is campus tits it's oh mm. completely he was so brown he was so smooth so toned so closeted he so- <laughs> was so closeted there's a scene in the video where him and Angie originally are swimming in the pool and they both kind of come out of the water together and Pepsi and Shirley walk past and they have to like look as if like they're going for and George just overdoes it a little bit do you know what I mean like he, he, he reaches a bit too much you just think yeah you're a big bender really oh. aren't you <laughs> do you know what I mean oh. wasn't there didn't they used to shove shuttlecocks down the front of their shorts when they did um, performances to make him... I'm sure this is know. a thing. You know the video for Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go? Yeah. I'm sure they... they the, choose the life. legend is there. Yeah, and the Choose Life. The, they wear those tiny little shorts. I'm sure there's, they've got shuttlecocks down the front of their Are pants. They? I'm sure it was. Graham is nodding. Yeah, that was that was certainly something that was spoken about at the time. It's possibly a bit of an urban legend, Ooh. but maybe they were just very well endowed. I don't know. I, I think the latter. Mm. <laughs> okay. Personally. I'd like to think the latter as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Have you have you heard the remix that has just come out of Club Trouble? I haven't. That's been mm. it's been authorized by Andrew Ridgely. He commissioned it to be done, and it's it's um, been um, remixed by quite a famous um, music composer. It's giving it a proper donk, it? Um, as they say. Yes, oh. um, it is on our pop gaze page, so you must look at oh. it. It's. Um, I've and I'll tell you who else has already done a verse a version. Our lovely lass from Wakefield, Jane McDonald. Oh, oh God, no! Press my mute button. Paul looks like he's about to vomit. Oh look, he... I like Jean. <laughs> Was it after one of her shows? Was she like in Abu Dhabi or somebody somewhere and went, "Hey, Club Tropicana"? <laughs> Was it that? Was it like that? No, oh, God, it's no. like she's in the room. <laughs> I should probably say I don't dislike the woman because I don't know her, but I just think she's stolen a living, basically. Because she she ain't, she ain't bad though either. Oh, she's alright. Well, she's not terrible. I just think look, it's such a tough business. If you make it, you make it, and good on you. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Congratulations. I've got a bar look into it. What is the concept of this cover version, Tim? What is what is the meaning of it? What is it in? I saw her perform it live um, when I was seeing her show, um, and she sung it on. Um... Was it as good as Ray of Light? What about spinning around? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's probably like Ray of Light, Club Tropicana, and spinning around all of her albums. That's what I can say. Oh my oh. god! I can't wait you to listen do. to it. Look at him. He's looking it up now. Thank you for that. You're subscribing to the J. McDonald fan club, aren't you? Yeah. Some things, just because you can, doesn't mean to say you should. Oh, I think yeah. that is very applicable to J. McDonald covering Club Tropicana. The last time I danced to Trub Club, Club, Trub Club, <laughs> Club Tropicana <laughs> was at school disco at the Manchester Academy back in, I don't know, the early noughties or something. And I was spinning oh. my former friend's uh, friend around, Tony, with her legs wrapped around my waist and she was led back. And I just accidentally <laughs> smacked her head against something <laughs> on the stage. But didn't stop and carried on for another oh. turn and did it again and didn't stop and carried on. Did you go on. and visit her in the on the ventilator in the hospital? God, it's like Britney all over. Oops, I did it again. But it peaked at number four and it was the fourth and final single from Graham's first pop album, Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm. I don't know if you remember number one magazine. Mm. Yeah, it, oh, it was shit. Oh that. my God, I love that. But they used to have on the back page, they used to have a poster that you could literally, you could slip back cover mm. off and you could just stick it on your True. wall. So I, I had lots of shots from Club Tropicana in my bedroom when I was a kid. It's a little, those little white speedos. Yeah. Oh. oh. And well, um, no, that is a good choice. It is, a, it is, a, it is an old school banger at the start of the George Michael story. What is your George Michael ballad? Choice? It's already been mentioned by one of our followers on Facebook, um, and it was released in 1999 when I was 22, and it was originally written and recorded by Stevie Wonder, and this was a collaboration with Mary J. Blige. It's as.
water. Oh. That song. Yeah. That yeah. Is a great choice, it's Simon. A fabulous song. I mean, I am not. I'm not a big George Michael fan. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't go nuts for it, for stuff. But my first kind of gateway George Michael song was too funky, um, mm. and then I kind of became a bit of a casual fan and a casual listener. But as is such a beautiful and powerful song, and his voice is just like silk on it. It's so mm. smooth mm. and it's, it's so soulful. so soulful, so gospel, so well controlled. And like, you know, people you've been talking tonight mm. about his voice and it's like he, you know, you listen to a singer and you don't worry about if they're going to get to that note. You're just comfortable. Mm. You just know they'll do it. Mm. You know, like Celine, you know, she'll do it. Yeah. Um, George Michael's one of those singers and he doesn't overreach. He, he stays within his range. He knows what he can do. He does it so well. And Mary J. Blige's vocals on it as well are beautiful. They're so raspy. They're like they're quite raspy and and kind of soulful. And he plays with it really well. I think whenever she gets the chance to duet it, she doesn't try and outsing anyone. Not that she could have outsang George anyway. But it's not like they're out singing each other though. It's like they're, they're matching no, each other, and the way it's all—it's yeah. the way it's all set and scored. The matching each Whereas other is really it's well blended. Done. Yeah, when it is very well blended. Lady Marmalade, you Lady Marmalade, they're all trying to out, trying to out like, do each the best other, Now it was a top ten, uh, top ten, top twenty hit around the world. Number four again in the UK. But it remained unreleased in the US, and this is because I'm not not a bit of homophobia, a massive amount of homophobia. So, because so the president of Mary J. Blige's um, record company refused to re- have it released to launch, ladies and gentlemen, oh. George Michael in the US, because he'd just been arrested for the cottaging incident. Oh, so right, it yeah. was like we're not we're not touching that we're not touching it but that led to this kind of a few years of like no one would play george michael no one would in mm. america no one would play him no one would you know publicize him with all the stuff that goes on in america it's not it wasn't my choice it's not right yeah um I'm not happy. yeah it's not right and and it was confirmed in later interviews that it was that was the decision by the record company president and loads of people in the record company tried to dissuade him and he just wouldn't be budged on it. So I call, mm. I call homophobia, frankly. Yeah, and I think very similar thing happened mm. to Elton John as well, didn't it? In America, yeah, they, they you know when he came out, they stopped playing his yeah. records yeah. and and yeah, it's fools. Yeah, uh, but thank you for those choices, Simon. They were very thank good. You. Let's so let's go to our penultimate pop gay. I think he's done with the sofa. I think he's done with the <laughs> hole. I think he's done with the kitchen table, baby. Break me, you little bitch! Did he just did he just say because it a break? And then I went, "It's me." Oh, I said it. I said it before. You said it was you, but I preempted. Whatever. Um, hang on a second. I could have been insinuating the fact that you were going at it so hard that you broke it. We all know that doesn't happen. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know my life. You don't know what I do. Anyway, let me give you my George Michael fact. So, 
After Jerry Halliwell, a.k.a. Ginger Spice, left the Spice Girls, she moved in with George and his then partner, Kenny. She says, I'd been part of a band and he literally picked up the phone and said, come and live with me. He actually said, come and live with me for the weekend. And I stayed for about three months. I think she's been optimistic. I think it was more like three years. And I followed him everywhere. In 2017, she released a tribute song to him called Angels in Chains. It was uploaded to YouTube by Jerry Halliwell four days before what would have been his 54th birthday. If you've never heard this song, you Don't. must check it out because it's awful. It's so oh, bad. It's it's so bad. Awful. She's basically just taken lines from his songs and put them together in, in into a melody, oh, and it's not. Good. Doesn't sound good. It's not good at all. Yeah, I I love to think of the fact that he probably within about an hour regretted um, letting Jerry <laughs> Halliwell come and live in in, 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 her, in her first autobiography, whatever the hell it was called, like if only or whatever. When she describes about what you just quoted some of it, then didn't you? You you mm. get the distinct impression from what she writes that he just wants her to fucking leave. It was yeah. meant to be a weekend retreat, and, and then twenty years later, she's, there. she's, still, she's there. still there. Every morning he wakes up, she's sat by his bed, just waiting for him to wake up, <laughs> and she's like, "George, George, I've written a song. I've written a song. Do you want to hear it? I love George Michael. He's my friend." And it's like, "Oh, Jer- oh, Jerry, please." She believed that awful performance in Sex and the City. Oh, uh, <laughs> Samantha Jones. Fancy seeing you here. I'm loving the fact that they were they were kind of friends. She probably felt more. I think than she did. Probably yeah. he did. Um, but you know, that's my George Michael fact. So my choices now. My choice, my first choice of my bop. I'm. I don't think anybody will have heard this. Possibly Graham. I'm not sure. So this wasn't actually a George Michael song. It was written and produced by George Michael for his longtime friends, Pepsi and Shirley. Um, It was called Someday. So basically, Pepsi and Shirley were the backing singers for, for, for Wham and went solo for, for a little while in the sort of like mid-80s, had a couple of hits. And then in the sort of like early 90s, they wanted to make a comeback. And he said, I'll write you a song. And Shirley was, said that, you know, he basically read it from scratch during a recording session. He just said, yeah, I'll write you a, write your song. Um, unfortunately, both <laughs> the album that it came from and the single didn't do any of the the charts at all but it is a really really fantastic song he sings backing vocals on it you can tell the bits that he sings um it could have been a george michael song basically it's it's a banger it's it is it is a is a it is a certified lost banger mm-hmm. i feel not on um, streaming or it isn't on streaming it's on youtube if you type it into youtube it is on youtube um coincidentally pepsi she worked with george michael again in 1995 where they released a cover of dead or alive's you spin me around like a record under the kind of pseudonym of infamy oh. um 
Uh, and that. again, look that I think that is on stream, but and it's definitely but it's definitely on YouTube. So you interesting in new stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, so that is my bop. It is good. There are so many George Michael bops, but I want you to go with something a little bit different. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It goes a little to the left, a little to the right, straight down the middle. Doo, 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 doo. Um, only better than that, yeah. Um, so my <laughs> ballad. I'm going back to a Wham song um, from from their second album. Um, It was the double A side with Last Christmas. It's everything she wants. Um, it was originally released as a single in 1984 as the double A side, um, written by George Michael, um, and it's a it's it's a kind of it's about it's it's mid tempo. Um, it's it's very much about him kind of talking about relationship and how at that time young people get trapped in relationships with people that they didn't want to be in a relationship with, and before they know it they're old, and it's all about you know buying them bed and mm. having a baby and all this kind of stuff. Um, so the original is quite quite a melancholy sort of mid-tempo they did do a remix of it in 1997 for one of the sort of like um compilation albums um for ram compilation which is more up-tempo but it's fine but i prefer the original one i don't mm. know that one either great I, I like it when i don't know stuff because it means i get to learn stuff it's a good good track it is, it is a good track, track, yeah. And there is a there's a there's a very good remix. I think there's a Shep Pettibone remix of it that goes on for about ten minutes, which is also mm-hmm. quite good. Um, so yeah, those are my choices. Very good this evening. Very good. So let us go to our final pop game. Um, you know, he's got himself some action. He said he's got himself a sexy Java. He's got his speed connection, free chat. Fuck that. Get a little harder. It's Peter! <laughs> Thank you for that marvellous introduction, Lee. <laughs> for those of people that don't know what that's from, that's from Freak. His, his song. I love Freak. Oh, is Nobody it? has chosen. Such a good song. Well, I have a George Michael fact for you. Oh, mm. please, oh. bestow it upon us. Rumour has it, so it's not a fact, it's a rumour. Rumour has it that Queen considered asking George to join the band as their new lead singer. You can see why they would have wanted him to join, considering his dynamic performance at the Freddie Mercury tribute concert. George likely declined due to his success with his solo career, but this serves as a testament to George's talent. It does. Yes, it It does. does. Yeah, I don't think he ever would have joined them, as in an Adam Lambert type situation. Um, But yeah, you, you could see. You could see it. I could see it. So give us your give us your George Michael banger choice. My George Michael banger choice is a song that was released, I believe, in 1990. Um, it is uh, it contains a sample from James Brown, and it has been covered by Robbie Williams, among others, and it's called Freedom 90. I 
Yes. Good choice. Oh, yes. This is... The, the, was it like Freedom Part 1 and Freedom Part 2? There was a song called Freedom by Wham, I know that. And there was a, what they call the Back to Reality mix of it, which sampled Soul to Soul, Back to Life. Oh. Oh. So there was oh. It was called Back to Reality. Back to Life, Back to Reality. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. So both versions of the song contain samples. That's quite interesting, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. And this was the one where he decided that he wasn't going to do videos anymore. So it's when he started using the supermodels, mm-hmm. isn't it, in the video for um, that lip synced along to the track. Um, so we had Linda Evangelista and Naomi Campbell, and there was a couple of blokes in it as well, Le- less famous, I would imagine. But um, and that's where he kind of they kind of like set fire to things, didn't they? The, the leather jacket and. Mm-hmm. Kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, this song only got to number twenty-eight in the UK singles chart, but it was a it was a major success in the US bit Billboard Hot One Hundred, reaching number eight and selling over half a million copies. Oh, so it wow! Went, so it went gold. Oh, yeah, it was the second single from his "Listen Without Prejudice" volume one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a hits album, isn't it? No, no studio album from his studio mm-hmm. album "Listen Without Prejudice" volume one. Yes. Yep. Well, there you go. Mm. I didn't realise it didn't get as high in the UK. I thought it was like a massive yeah, hit. I thought, I it, thought was. it was literally. You know what? I, I the first version that I heard of that was the Robbie Williams one. You know, and um, oh, then when okay. I bought then when I bought like um, one of those Ooh. compilations, it wasn't a now compilation. I think it was uh, like top hits ninety six or something. The yeah. year Robbie Williams his release released his version. They didn't put his version on. They put the George Michael on from six years earlier. Good. And I prefer the. I'm not. The, I'm not. Yeah. You can't really top that. No, I um, didn't like Robbie's version. You can't no. beat a classic. You can butcher it, but you can't beat it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, no. What Robbie version of anything's good? I think the issue with George's version was it was probably, it was really long. Yeah. It was over six minutes long. There's a radio edit though, wasn't there? If there was, I've never heard it. So it says on Wikipedia that there was. Well, that is that is a good choice. I mm-hmm. it is a good like track. that one. What about your ballad choice? My ballad. To yes. be honest with you, we've been through the fact that I didn't actually submit my uh, my thing. So my ballad was taken by someone else, and I had a really cute story about it. But that's beside the point. So I'm not oh. bitter at all. Oh. <laughs> what was it? Go on. Which one it was as. Oh. oh. It was the first dance oh. of my sister's wedding. Oh. Um, Anyway, so instead of that, what I've chosen uh, as my backup choice is probably not really a ballad, but I'm classing it as one anyway, because it's kind of mid-tempo. It is a duet that he did. It was produced by Rodney Jerkins and Dark Child, and the other singer has sadly passed away. In fact, it was it would have been her 59th birthday this week. So the song is If I Told You That with Whitney Houston. Uh, do you know what? I I don't know why it's he's got so many songs that 
I'm glad I forgot about because I get to remember them all over again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I completely forgot yeah, about Yeah, so this that. isn't actually the original version of the song that she recorded it by herself on the My Love Is Your Love album and then um, he was added to it and then it was put on her first greatest hits album. Oh, oh right, okay. Hey. Yeah, and, and it like the, we were talking about the, the with the Mary J. Blige, that neither of them in this one, I'd try to oversing, which for Whitney, that's quite a hard thing to do, to yeah. oversing. Yeah, to over-sing. yeah, I think so. But I think... Again, I don't think he's one of those singers where you can oversing him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I think he was quite courteous to not make that a point. I think he just understands how to do a duet, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. It's, it's like it's mm. respecting each other in a way, mm. isn't it? Yeah. And it's lovely. It was a very lovely person. And in the video, is it, is it in a club and she's wearing a like a bright purple fur coat or something like that, if I remember? It's kind of. How do you remember this? I don't know. I just remember it's either a bright green fur coat or a bright purple fur coat, and they're kind of um, sort of like shimmering around each other on the dance floor. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with yes. I don't know. I just said gold. <laughs> I don't know. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> just like the song. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Oh God, good, good choices. And they were in the because I presume they weren't in the same room when they recorded it. They added him on later, but they was together in the same room for the video. Um, that would have been interesting because both Whitney and George Michael were were fans of the Herb, weren't they? So, yes, um, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, they were. Absolutely, mm. that's interesting. Um, that would have been an interesting. That would have been situation. afterwards. Then I take it, but well, no, actually, if it's a video, yeah, it's not like you're recording maybe. vocals, is it? But I suppose you could, you know. No. Yeah, I guess. I can imagine. Yeah, mm. but we will never know because mm-hmm. neither of them are here. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. To tell us, oh, fantastic. Hang on, is he dead? You. Oh, sorry. Did you not know? He, no, really. Is he dead? Oh. I didn't know. Is George dead? Are you, hang on. Have you just spent the last three hours thinking? Is he dead? Yeah. He died. When did yeah. he die? He died yes. a few years. He died back. on Christmas Day, 2016. Oh my God, Peter. Where were you? I thought I hadn't seen him around. Jerry Halliwell basically <laughs> killed <were>. him. <laughs> oh, no, I remember now because Jerry Halliwell did the tribute song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we literally discussed this not long ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've I've got long COVID. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't yes, know thank you. <laughs> see, see, Pete's got long COVID. I've got long no, COVID. I'm, I'm just dizzy. No, I just. Uh, I'm hungry. Oh, <laughs> I've got to okay, go. Right. But, sorry. Go on. Go on. Right. Let's before before we finish. Let's let's go through. The um the rest of <laughs> um next next you'll be saying Margaret Thatcher <laughs> <laughs> Queen Victoria woo! um <laughs> let us go through the rest of the choices from our listeners and our followers from Twitter this time who would like to go first I'll do Nick J Omar so that's I at Nick J Omar uh, his banger is too funky and his ballad is kissing a fool. Mm, both choices we've had Good this choices, evening, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, next up, who wants to read house music's choice? House music. Oh, go on, Pete. Pete you can do it if you want. Go on. Um, it's only because he's chosen. Well, I like flawless. Go to the city. That's his banger. Mm. And then his ballad is "I Can't Make You Love Me," but he's also got a special mention for "Freak." Mm-hmm. He really went the love it. And do you know what? I do love that it song. Is a, yeah, it is. It is definitely a sample yeah. in it as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Try again yeah. yeah. The end. Yeah. 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 Now he was here earlier. He has now left. 
Um, but Cameron P at John Edward Gold One, his favorite band is The Faith. I want your Sex the Freemasons remix, which oh, is a is a banger. Um, he's also put Freedom ninety two, Funky Outside, favorite ballads, One More Try, Father Figure, and Heal the Pain. Great choices, oh, very good choices. Good choices. I'll do this one. So this is MM, also known as Mr. Raj twenty seventeen. <laughs> Mr. Raj. <laughs> Mr. AJ, <laughs> 2017. <laughs> okay, so his songs are Precious Box and A Different Corner. Now, I don't, I don't actually know either of those, so I'd be excited to find I out. I don't know Precious Box. I know A Different Corner. I don't know Precious Box. I know A Different Corner. Well, a Different Corner was... Was, was, well, was that one of your Graham's, Graham's mentioned. Choice? It was Graham, yeah. but it's a beautiful. It's mm, gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, I'll go next for Steve, because we always call him <laughs> MLVC Tiny Island. <laughs> It turns out that this is MLVC fan in Ireland. Oh. So basically what this means is Madonna fan in Northern Ireland. Oh, oh. I get it now. Oh. I like uh. Fanny Island better. Though. <laughs> <laughs> really, you really don't. You really don't. No, I don't. Island of no, Fanny. Like you eating a pasty earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's picked a great banger because it was my choice, which is Monkey. And he's even put the German loose seven mm. inch as well. So he's got taste. Um, ballad Mother oh, nice. of I don't know. Oh, that's kind of an yeah. older one, isn't it? Well, you know, more along before he died, re- more recently. Before it was he died, on. It was died. on his um, "Listen Without Prejudice" album, Volume Two. I mean, not surprising. It's about his mum mm. with, with the title. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we've got Michael Lang or Lang uh, at Scott's Mike, nineteen eighty-five. His banger is "Fast Love." Good mm. ballad is "Careless Whisper." Mm. Um, mm. I have dance versions of both of those songs, and I mean, I love both of them anyway. But the dance versions that I've got of them, the dance version of "Careless so Whisper." Oh no, so it's good. awful. It's no, it's it's, oh, it's very club. It's, they just it? put a donk. They just put a donk it on is, it. Shit. It is yes. Oh. Me and Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not good. Yeah. Me and Peter. Me and Peter. We're live. We get we're it. We get we it. <laughs> so Hayley Douglas at WLA1 underscore H steps. Her banger is outside. Yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, we haven't had that. No one's mentioned outside. I'm surprised no one. Yeah. No one I am. It. I was going to put that as my banger. I I nearly did, but I, I yeah, I like outside. So you steal one of my songs instead. Sorry. Yeah. I did. <laughs> and um Haley's ballad is Jesus to a Child. Nice. Oh, that's oh, lovely. Yeah, I think it's a bit dreary, quite frankly. Oh, oh yeah, it's a bit. It's got it's, Adele written all over it. It's like, oh, well, the the next one is Jeff Ellison, <laughs> who is one of my friends at Jeff Nastics. Outside and don't let the sun go down. On yes, is oh, why 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 did you put your name in brackets? Is it don't like Lee uh, go down on me? <laughs> did you tweet it? There's a story he, here, Lee. No, no, yeah. a, he, he has a pri- he has a private. Um, um, YouTube, um, private only fans. It's got a private Twitter, uh-huh. so an he added me in it because people can't see it. Uh-huh. So he's got an alt on the main oh. thing. You do need to explain yeah, it so to it you were outside and he said, Don't let us anyway. Go last down one, on me. <laughs> last one. Who's reading that one out? I'll oh, do it. Is it Char- Charme? Charme? Is it Charme Kelly? Kelly. At- Kelly Osak. Banger. <laughs> what? He's made that up. He has no idea. Sharmi Kelly. I'm very sorry to whoever this is. 
if I mispronounce your name. Very, very professionalism in this podcast, I swear. <laughs> so this is some at Kelly Asoc, A-S-S-O-C. Um, their banger, their banger is Fast Love, and their Good. ballad is Older. Older. Mm. Well, how would you have pronounced it? <laughs> I, th- I'm not, I don't know. I would be like either Sharma, Sharma, Sharma Keller. Sharma is it? It's just I Sharma. certainly wouldn't have gone Sharma Keller. Um, um, which he's been on one tonight. He's been a very naughty boy this evening. Um, <laughs> um, so we need we need to round this off before I throw the laptop through the before through you crash your car and you snap his <laughs> Well, my little Ramettes, <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of our pop case of a certain age. Judge Michael special. As always, do you agree with our choices? Have we missed any of your faves out? Let us know. As usual, there will be a playlist to accompany this episode. So, Popcase, I think it is entirely appropriate that we bring this episode to a close by sending our listeners a big George Michael come on! So after three, I want to hear you. I want to hear you cloud and clear. One, two... Will you stop playing with that radio, yours? Try to get to sleep. Zip. <laughs> <laughs>